Hi, I'm Brandon. I'm the father of two beautiful girls. And recently I looked around my house and saw that it was full of rainbows and unicorns and mermaids. That's when I realized that this is my daughter's world and I'm just living in it. What's up, Girl Dads? I have another special guest I'm super excited about because it is a fun story. She actually reached out to me on Instagram and, and said she wanted to talk to the dads. And I was like, really? Like, this is crazy. Like, this is the first lady that has reached out and wanted to talk to dads about parenting. And I thought it was so interesting. And I thought it was a unique perspective. And so Rebecca is here with us. Rebecca, why don't you just give us a quick intro, who you are, you know, what you do, and we'll get into your your topic. Hey, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. So yeah, I'm Rebecca. I am based in the UK and I am a mindset coach. So um, my background is um, up until four years ago, I was just living my life um, in a leadership role in a corporate organization. Um, always been super driven, always been really into personal development. And I got pregnant. I was single <laughs> um, and I quite quickly then learned that I was not just able to just do everything on basically just like everything that I was doing essentially at that moment in time um, changed. I wasn't just doing everything for me anymore. I was then bringing in a new, another human. Um, since then, I decided that I wanted to um, launch my own business. Uh, so my first business was launched in January 2020 um, in the travel industry, which is an online business. And then that led me then into, um, into coaching. And the reason why that came about was, obviously, like I said, I've got this background in personal development. I've always been into learning and growing myself. And then I went through quite a lot of adversity whilst I was pregnant, obviously doing the whole thing single, um, cutting a long story short, because I know obviously this is a short episode. Um, the things that I went through was quite challenging, obviously the financial impact, um, obviously knowing that I was going on maternity leave, I wasn't going to be getting the same level of income. And it was very challenging as well in terms of like the symptoms and all of that kind of stuff mm -hmm. uh, that you experienced. I didn't have someone there rubbing my back when I was throwing up <laughs> and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then so I launched my business in January. People thought it was crazy because I was already um, I already went back to work super early, like I said, because I, I couldn't, I couldn't take the hit on the income um, for a long time. Mm. Went back to work mm. super early. People were like, you've got you're a single mom. Um, oh, oh, sorry. I was. I found a partner in that time, um, but he lives on the other side of the UK. So um, very much still solo parenting. They're like you're a solo parent. You um, are working this crazy job. Yeah, you're doing all these things, and now you're starting a business. And I was like, yeah. And then some mm, people at the time mm -hmm. just didn't get it. Um, I was working in the travel industry for a couple of months, and then we went into full um, lockdown, um, and right. no one was flying. So obviously mm -hmm. that was a bit of a wild time. Um, that time again was another really challenging time for me because I've got I'm one of them people who I always have people who come to me people always come to me for support so people were struggling with their mental health and people yeah. were struggling obviously like being isolated at home but then I was isolating at home with what then was my <laughs> two-year-old trying to work a full-time job in a leadership role trying to 
um, you know, navigate around what's going to happen, like what's going to happen to my team, deciding whether people should be on furlough or whether they need to move around the business, having mm-hmm. to make really challenging decisions. At the same time, potty training my wild child who's <laughs> swinging on my head, doing some naked somersaults <laughs> behind me when I'm on a Zoom call. Um, so yeah, it was a bit wild. And then during that time, um, obviously with people, like I said, who, who were struggling mentally, I thought, you know what, even though I'm struggling myself, I still feel like I have value that I can give to others. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's when I started to go live on social media. Um, even though I'd been working on my personal development for a long time, it wasn't necessarily a public thing. It was more just the people who I work with who saw that side of me. Um, mm. I started going live on social media around mindset and stuff completely out of my comfort zone. Um, and then that eventually led me into developing it into a coaching business because I thought, hang on, people are getting value from this. I was getting quite a lot of messages about it. Um, and I thought, let me see how many people I can actually reach and help. And then that's how I'm doing what I'm doing. Um, but yeah, the big thing with that is um, my little girl really helped me because even though it was a challenging mm. time, I really knew what I was made of. Um, I definitely wasn't living up to my full potential before I had her. Um, and yeah, that's that's my story. Yeah, doesn't that change? Like, like sorry, just to comment on that really quick, but I, I got a question for you. But it's amazing that you don't realize your true potential until I didn't anyway, I'll speak for myself until I had kids. Like I never thought I, I, I thought I understood what love was. Then I had a kid and I always joked that it was like the Grinch, right. And his heart grew three sizes that day, you know, like, (laughs) and it's just like, Oh my God, I had no, like what I thought I knew was a fraction of what we're potentially capable of when you bring in a child for us to care for. It's amazing. But I, Mm -hmm. I, I want to ask about it. So I love that you said that people thought it was crazy that you would start your own business with all these things, because like, that's something that I struggle with too, is that, you know, the hustle culture and everything that's going on right now, they basically say that you got to sacrifice everything to succeed. But as a parent, we can't sacrifice everything, right? We cannot just throw our kid to the wolves, but at the same time, we can't just, you know, fall to the wayside for ourselves because then what kind of parent are we going to be that, you know, it's such a weird tricky spot so like how did you come to that conclusion and then and go from there as a parent and then now you decided to go ahead and just start it up yeah absolutely um thank you for asking that so with me I was even though I did go through some adversities whilst I was pregnant I was also very focused on making sure that I tried to keep the same lifestyle obviously minus the the alcohol um anytime I was socializing um changing the cocktails to mocktails but um I made sure that I was still doing as much as I could to try and keep my lifestyle the same and the reason for that at first was initially just for my own well-being I thought I don't want to be the mumsy mum who's just staying in just getting bigger and bigger and bigger getting more and more and more sad getting more and more and more isolated because all my friends were doing what they wanted like I said I was on on my own in my house so I think partly Mm-hmm. yeah so I just didn't want to be like that um and I just thought I'm not like that anyway um mm-hmm. luckily I was already uh, like I said already into personal development so I understood the value of growing myself and I thought you know what um it's not me I'm not that person so luckily I was still being sociable I was still getting dressed and going out for food and doing all of that um, I worked literally until the day I went into hospital which I don't necessarily advise anyone to do <laughs> But I was just keeping as occupied as possible. And like my boss at the time who I was working with was 
like you, that's not that you can't do that because we need to know when you're going off and I was like I don't actually need to let you know when I'm going off I'll let you know when I'm in hospital and I'm about to give birth and he was like okay and then <laughs> that's how it sort of went and then when I had her uh, like I said I went back to work quite quickly I only was on the I don't know how it works in the US um, in terms of mat, mat leave but in the UK you can have up to a year off work I couldn't have a year off work uh, without having that income um so I only had a few months off and then we went straight back into working full time and um I didn't really like it at first because I was working in the city at the time um and obviously I had to like set off early I was getting back really really late so I did feel really bad I had serious mum guilt but at the same time I thought um I will be doing her a disservice by cutting back on my lifestyle that I knew that she could have I was already um prior to being pregnant and during my pregnancy traveling a lot I was still traveling to the US I've got family in Oregon I was flying over there when I was heavily pregnant um, again not something everyone wants to do but I did it um I traveled to Spain I went to Portugal um I was doing loads and I thought I want my little girl to experience the world with me I want her to be my plus one I don't want to have to put my life on hold um because like I said because I was being I wanted her to experience mm-hmm. everything that I was experiencing I right. knew that I wasn't going to be able to keep up that lifestyle by cutting back my hours and slowing down um so then if anything it made me more driven because I thought I want to give her the best life possible um obviously it was only me financing her it's only me who finances her now um I had the vision of right she's going to private school she's traveling multiple times a year and I'm able to give her that life through my work ethic if I would have slowed down and took a step back once she wouldn't be learning work ethic I learned work mm. ethic with my parents mm-hmm. um, the second thing we wouldn't be going we wouldn't be traveling multiple times a year she wouldn't have been she, she, she was a newborn when we first went away um and I like that she's well behaved on the plane because she's used to it um she's sociable yeah. she's confident and I feel like because I'm being the best version of myself um it's having a positive impact on her as well like even though I was well and truly loved by my parents I'm sure a lot of people are they weren't necessarily the best in terms of mentorship in terms of business mm-hmm. uh, personal development and that's something where I felt if I had that at a younger age I would have really benefited from it so that's something that I'm trying Absolutely. to show her as well yeah um, so that's where it came from essentially and like you said um it is a different kind of love and it's the kind of love where um I want her to experience everything that I'm able to experience or that I was able to experience before I got pregnant and more um there's so many places that I still want to take and so many things that I want to do um and yeah it's just about finding that balance though like you can yeah. do we all have the same 24 hours in a day mm-hmm. um and it's just about just instead of I'll just swap out unproductive things I very rarely as an example will sit there um watching Netflix all night because mm-hmm. I know that I could be while she's asleep doing something in order to get us some just something much bigger do you know what I mean not saying I don't mm-hmm. watch tv of course I do from time right. to time um but I think it's just I just I'm just very conscious of how I spend my time when I'm spending time with a little girl it's it's her like she's like literally everything like she has all of the attention but then when I'm working on my businesses it's all in on my businesses and like I said I'm very intentional very productive um I always have a certain sense of urgency with everything that I do and I think that's helpful because if I was just floating around the day um I wouldn't get anything done um and then obviously 
like obviously being a parent does come first so right. it's quite easy to invest all of your time into that um float around everything else in life and then essentially like this is where um like some people end up you know feeling down and like you said resenting the children mm-hmm. or um where parents begin to lose themselves and they think oh gosh I can't even what it used to be like when I when I did like some people say to me oh mm. like I can't oh, travel yeah. because I'm a mum or I can't travel because I'm a dad it's like absolutely you can like look at me I travel multiple times a year with right me. so yeah and it's that's that's I suppose um the thing that if anyone's going to you know, take anything from from what I say on and anything, whether it's a podcast, whether it's on um, an Instagram live, whether they see me in public. Like the key thing is just like they don't have to put the life on hold. Um, mm-hmm. And I suppose like I'm a big advocate for that. Um, and anytime I see other parents doing the same, I'm just like, yeah, you've you've got it. You don't have like you right. can just you can fully be you can fully live your life and let them live theirs um, together and just be happy. And there's no limit to what you can achieve together. Right. And I, I love how you're describing about, because one of the things that I'm, I think this year that I've really been formulating in my mind is incorporating, right? So mm-hmm. like, just include your kids and stuff. Like, like you don't have to stop. You can just include them. And does it look a little different? Sure. It looks a little different, but one of the things that me and my wife never really understood were like grown ups only parties. Mm-hmm. Like at, at some point we saw that there was people that that aged and then didn't like kids anymore. And I, and that didn't make sense to me. And I was like, well, like we yeah. had kids because they're part of our life now. And like, I'm always going to love kids because they're the future potential, all of these things. So like, why would we want to not invest? Like, why would we want to cut them off and shove them away? Like, no, incorporate mm-hmm. them, teach them these things, show them this life and not separate them and put them off to the side with a babysitter that, you know, like yeah. that just doesn't make sense. They're missing out on so many lessons that they can learn from you living your life. Exactly. My girl comes everywhere with me. She comes out for meals out with the girls. Like I said, she goes on vacation with me. Um, she comes shopping with me. Like it. She, she does that. everything with me. And of course, yeah, there are some times where I do things with the girls on my own because obviously sometimes you need a bit of a break like I said I'm, I'm here on my own with her right. yeah it's like it's having that balance but no one would say oh don't you can't bring your child um right. so if I don't take her somewhere it's because I'm choosing not to take because I actually just want a bit of time to myself which is absolutely fine too but right. I'd say a good 95% of the time she's mm-hmm. with me and she comes everywhere yeah. and and people yeah. like it she, they think she's absolutely. fun and it's because yes. she's getting she's getting used to speaking to people because she's, she's out doing things with me. Mm-hmm. Um, of course she does kids stuff. Yes. I take her to play centers. Yes. I take her on trips out. Yes. I take her to kiddie theme parks and she has loads mm-hmm. of fun. Um, but then also she'll come and do my stuff with me and yeah, yeah it's, she seems to enjoy it. That's she's fantastic. old enough. She's old enough to tell me now that she doesn't. So. <laughs> if she doesn't like it or not. Yeah. I love she's that. She's very opinionated. So- <laughs> So if there was, uh, if we have a dad out there listening who wants to get something started, but they have a kid and they're like trying to figure out like, should they, shouldn't they, like, what is one, one good first step, like a baby step to, like you said, kind of going after your dream and not sacrificing being a parent. Like what's that first thing that they do to help that transition? Yeah, absolutely. So the first thing it's around your mindset, I would say. So mm. um, make your children your reason, not your excuse. 
Um, yeah. They are the reason why you get up every morning. They are the reason why you want to better your life. They're the reason why if you've got financial goals, you probably make them bigger. Uh, they're mm-hmm. the reason why you want a nice um, homely home for them. They're the reason why um, you're doing pretty much everything. You've got a, you're not just doing it for yourself anymore. So the first step is, is a mindset. Um, and just realize that yes. every single thing that you're doing is is for them essentially and then the rest will just flow um just don't hold yourself back and just realize that anything is possible like just look around like look at the most successful entrepreneurs mm-hmm. who you can see like tony robbins um loads of different people on social media who all have families um they're not you know putting the family to the sidelines um the family is part of what they do um, and I think it's really, really important. I love that. I think that is spot on. I, and, I, and I think that is the first foundational step. I love that. Rebecca, why don't you let everybody know where to find you, how to reach out to you, how to connect with you. And, uh, and yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So my main platform is Instagram. So you can catch me at Rebecca Shanuga. So it's R-E-B-E-C-C-A-S-O-N-U-G-A. Um, also on email. So info at Rebecca Shanuga.com. So info at R-E-B-E-C-C-A-S-O-N-U-G-A.com. Um, they're the best places to get me. I'm also on Facebook as well. Um, but my main platform is Instagram and obviously by, by email too. Wonderful. Wonderful. Rebecca, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. This is a great message. I'm very thankful for you. And uh, let's, let's have some more awesome parents doing awesome things. I love it. Amazing. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening, folks. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this with all those girl dads you know. I just want to give one last quick shout out to Inkledoo. Thank you for making this podcast possible. Uh, I encourage all of you to please go get some of their delicious coffee or join into one of their meaningful conversations. You can find Inkledoo podcast everywhere that podcasts are streamed.